Try Therapy Notes, the number one rated electronic health record system available today. With live telephone support seven days a week, it's clear why Therapy Notes is rated 4.9 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot and has a 5-star rating on Google. Therapy Notes makes billing, scheduling, note-taking, and telehealth incredibly easy. And now for all you prescribers out there, Therapy Notes is proudly introducing ePrescribe. Try it today with no strings attached and see why everyone is switching to Therapy Notes, now featuring ePrescribe. You can get two months free by using promo code CHAT at therapynotes.com. Trauma Therapist Network is a website to learn about trauma and how it shows up in our lives and to find a trauma therapist. Go to traumatherapistnetwork.com to find a trauma therapist near you today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Therapy Chat Podcast, episode 300. This is the Therapy Chat Podcast with Laura Reagan, LCSWC. The information shared in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. And now, here's your host, Laura Reagan, LCSWC. Thank you to Sunset Lake CBD for sponsoring this week's episode. Use promo code CHAT for 20% off your entire order at sunsetlakecbd.com. Sunset Lake CBD is a farmer-owned small business that shifts craft CBD products directly from their farm outside of Burlington, Vermont to your door. Sunset Lake CBD has something for everyone. They offer tinctures, edibles, salves, and coffee designed to help with sleep, stress, and sore muscles. Sunset Lake CBD customers support regenerative agriculture that preserves the health of the land and creates meaningful employment in the community. Farm workers are paid a living wage and employees own the majority of the company. Remember, use promo code CHAT to get 20% off your entire order at sunsetlakecbd.com. Hey everyone, it's me, Laura Reagan. Just wanted to make sure that you know about what I've got going on this summer. I don't think I've really talked about it much here, which is silly, but in case you didn't hear, I did start a second podcast called Trauma Chat which is really for anyone who wants to understand what trauma is and how it shows up in our lives. As you've heard me say, if you've listened to this show, I've mentioned a million times that people tend to think that trauma is something that happens to someone else, something horrific and unthinkable, unspeakable. And that is true. Trauma is that. But it's also experiences that are very commonly shared among many of us, most of us. On Trauma Chat, I break down what trauma is in hopefully understandable language that's not stigmatizing. 
I know I couldn't have possibly captured every thought there is about trauma and every aspect of trauma and how it shows up, but I hope that trauma chat will be helpful to people who really don't understand what trauma is and maybe wondering, do I have trauma, you know, or wanting to better understand what someone they care about is going through. And most importantly, how to get help if you have experienced trauma, what to look for, how to describe your experiences or how to find the words that that name what you've been through so that you can then connect with whatever type of resource support, whether it's therapy or a podcast that you'd like to listen to, to learn more about it or an article, another website. This is my hope in creating Trauma Chat. And the second part of that is the new Trauma Therapist Network community that I'm creating. It's unbelievable to say this because I've been laboring behind the scenes to bring this to you for a long time. Starting in around 2018 is when I first had the idea and then the process of getting from there to here has been slow and with many twists and turns. But I'm creating a community for people who have experienced trauma to find help for trauma therapists to find other trauma therapists to network with and refer to and gather and collaborate and share ideas and hopefully come together in person in in gatherings that I don't know if they'll be able to happen in 2021, but maybe by 2022, we can have in-person gatherings of trauma therapists to provide support to one another and combat the isolation of trauma work. Even if you work in a large agency or group practice, trauma work is so isolating. It's just part of the nature of it. And connecting with other people who get it is so valuable. The participants in my trauma therapist consult groups share how useful they find them to be because we're in our offices doing our work and then we go home and it can be really hard to receive the same kind of support that you give to your clients. So I hope that Trauma Therapist Network will be a useful resource for you, whether you are someone who's trying to find more information about trauma or if you are a trauma therapist yourself. To learn more, please go to traumatherapistnetwork.com. The website is not live yet as of June 28th when I'm recording this, but it will be live by August 1st if all goes well. And hopefully there may be even a soft launch before that, a beta version. So please go to traumatherapistnetwork.com where you can find a free download and sign up to be notified as soon as it officially goes live. Whether you are a therapist or just someone who wants to learn more about trauma, there's a download there for you, (laughs) different ones for each group. And I hope that this resource that I've really created from the heart will bring healing to more people. I really want people who have experienced trauma to be able to find the right kind of support. And that's why I created the Trauma Therapist Network. I hope you will join me there. Like I said, you can get more information by going to www.traumatherapistnetwork.com where you can sign up 
to be notified as soon as the official website goes live, which will be in August of 2021. If you're hearing this after August 2021, go there and hopefully you will find the site and you'll see everything that it has to offer. I cannot wait. This is such a labor of love, something that I've really poured my heart into and I'm just so excited for you to see it. Thank you so much for your support. Hi, welcome back to Therapy Chat. This week, we are celebrating 300 episodes. I'm your host, Laura Reagan. Therapy Chat podcast started six years ago in August 2015, as you've heard me talk about a couple months ago when we had our birthday. Since then, the show has been downloaded as of today, which is October 18th, 2021, 4,296,070 times. And I'm amazed that the show is heard in 157 countries. So I say this a lot, but I'm really grateful to all of you who listen, whether this is your first time, you've been listening from the start and anywhere in between. Today, to celebrate the 300th episode of Therapy Chat, I'm going to share some of the resources I recommend the most to people over and over. And people frequently contact me and ask me for recommendations of training for therapists, healing resources, and to get connected with trauma therapists. And that's why I created the Trauma Therapist Network website to kind of put together all of those things in one place. As you may know, if you've looked at the website so far, it's in the process of being built out. I mean, it's live and more information is being added on an ongoing basis, including Everything I'm sharing in this episode is going to be on one of the resource pages on the Trauma Therapist Network website. So as you're listening to this, if you're curious to see the website, you can go to www.traumatherapistnetwork.com and check it out. And I organize what I'm about to share into kind of different categories based on whether it's about healing after trauma, training for therapists wanting to work with children and adults who've experienced trauma, and finding a therapist to help after experiencing trauma. So I think we have a really nice therapist locator on the Trauma Therapist Network website, and I'm excited to see how it will grow. But certainly every trauma therapist that's out there is not listed yet. And If you're a trauma therapist, I hope you'll consider joining so that people can find you because there are so many people looking for trauma therapy right now. So just in case you've somehow come across this episode and you've never listened to therapy chat before, it's probably a good time for me to just tell you a little bit about me. I'm a trauma therapist based in the greater Baltimore area. I use a bottom-up integrative therapy approach, but Combining mindfulness, expressive arts, and somatic work with my, with talk therapy. And I conceptualize my work with clients through the lens of trauma and attachment. So that's kind of the frame that I'm bringing to what I'm sharing about the resources that um, I'm putting together for this episode. That's kind of the frame for this episode and the resources that I've brought here. In my practice, I specialize in working with people who basically don't love themselves the way they deserve to be loved. And despite, you know, from the outside, it appearing that they have everything, but because of past hurts, they're, they're struggling and seeking relief. So to start off, I wanted to talk about the 
Resources that I offer the most often about understanding trauma and the process of healing from trauma. One resource I recommend frequently is a book called Journey Through Trauma, a trail guide to the five-phase cycle of healing repeated trauma by Dr. Gretchen Schmelzer. She has an excellent blog as well on her website, and she's been my guest on Therapy Chat in the past. I love the book because it explains that when you have experienced repeated relational traumas, meaning abuse and other ways, violence and other ways that one human can hurt another human, those are relational traumas. Also, abandonment and loss. Um, there's a specific path for the trauma treatment process. And it's been offered in the past as a three-phase approach, which I really like. But Gretchen Schmelzer actually adds two phases to that. And she explains why in her book. I think it's really helpful. Another book that's just very helpful for foundational understanding of trauma is called The Trauma Map, Five Steps to Reconnect with Yourself by Dr. Carol Darsa. In The Trauma Map, she uses the same kind of framework of the three-phase or five-phase approach, depending on, you know, what, which one, just depending on exactly how it's all laid out. But um, Carol provides a clear explanation of the reactions to trauma that are really common and what the healing process looks like. She has also been a previous guest on Therapy Chat and all of the links to her book, her Therapy Chat interview. And Carol also is the founder of the Reconnect Center, which is an integrative intensive outpatient trauma treatment center in Los Angeles, California. So I got a link to that too. Intensive outpatient program means you don't stay at the center overnight, but you're there much of the day doing therapeutic treatment and you go home offsite for the evenings. Another book that is a classic now about for learning about trauma and how mind and body are linked in trauma treatment is called The Body Keeps the Score, Brain, Mind, and Body in the Healing of Trauma by Dr. Bessel van der Kolk. That book came out, I believe it was in 2014, and it's very informative. The first two books I mentioned are about the process of trauma therapy and the effects of trauma and the process of trauma healing. The Body Keeps a Score covers the effects of trauma on the mind and body with a lot of research information to explain how those conclusions were made. And it the whole second half of the book describes various bottom-up therapy treatment methods and how they how they work and why. So if you're maybe you've been in trauma therapy treatment before, but it's never included mind and body, that's a good book for understanding why bringing the body into trauma therapy is valuable and to learn about the different, not that every bottom up trauma therapy method is mentioned in the book. But it gives an overview of the different types and how they help. So you can maybe learn and make a more informed decision yourself about what type of trauma therapy you would like to try if you're, if you're looking for something beyond just traditional talk therapy. Another book I frequently recommend is When the Body Says No, The Cost of Hidden Stress by Dr. Kabor Mate. This book is also called When the Body Says No, Understanding the Stress and Disease Connection. I'm not sure which is the more updated title, up-to-date title, but Dr. Kabor Mate is a retired physician 
who writes about the connection between trauma and adversity at any age during our developmental process and how they can link to physical health problems. It's very interesting. It can be kind of overwhelming to read if you have a chronic health issue. So with any of these books, I recommend really paying attention to what comes up for you when you're reading and pause when you need to so you can take care of anything, any feelings of overwhelm that might come up. So Gabor Mate has been a past guest on Therapy Chat. I've got a link to his episode on Therapy Chat. And also, in addition to his When the Body Says No book, he has a lot of other books that are all related to some aspect of the connection between physical health and mental health from a trauma and attachment perspective. And he also has courses. I've got a link to his courses as well. More about the stress and disease connection is found at Dr. Veronique Webb's, Dr. Veronique Mead's website. Dr. Veronique Mead is a former physician who also practiced as a trauma therapist and is currently focused on writing about chronic illness and trauma, which is the name of her website, Chronic Illness and Trauma Studies. She's also a past guest on Therapy Chat. I mean, one of the reasons why I recommend all of these books and seek to interview these guests on on my podcast is because I'm an admirer of their work. So not everyone I'm going to mention has been on Therapy Chat, but if they have, I'm going to include a link to that in the the show notes for this episode, which are going to be like a multi-page document. (laughs) Another book that I frequently recommend about trauma, how it affects us, and it relates to a problem that many people bring up about trauma therapy, that it's really hard to open up. It's really hard to trust. It's, It's very vulnerable to share your deepest feelings with someone that you don't know. So I frequently recommend the book Trauma and the Struggle to Open Up by Dr. Robert T. Muller. He is uh, an educator and a therapist and a writer. I've got a link to his website and he has what used to be called a newsletter. I think it's called a e-zine now. making myself sound like very not technologically savvy by saying that, but his blog slash web mag is called the Trauma and Mental Health Report. And I've got a link to that. He has some a lot of articles going way back on there. And he was on Therapy Chat when his book was newer. Um, he has other books too. One for clinicians, I believe it's called Trauma and the Avoidant Client to give the mental health diagnosis, education perspective about why trauma makes it hard to open up. And then the book Trauma and the Struggle to Open Up is for individuals, anyone who wants to understand why is it so hard to open up in therapy and maybe just to be open when you've experienced trauma. Another book that is really valuable as a resource for learning about how, you know, we often think about war and accidents and experiences where someone may have had an injury as being potentially traumatic. But Judith Herman, in her book, Trauma and Recovery, The Aftermath of Violence from Domestic Abuse to Political Terror, 
In that book, she explained that repeated traumatic experiences of abuse can be just as impactful as serving in war or being tortured or being a political prisoner. And that that wasn't really well recognized before her book. So that one's definitely considered a classic. Came out in the 1990s. And I've got a link on the show notes. Another book I frequently recommend is called The Trauma Toolkit, Healing PTSD from the Inside Out. And it's by Susan Pease Bannett. I love this book because it's very practical. You can turn to a certain page right in the beginning of the book. And it says, if you are having this symptom, here are some things you could try. If you're having that symptom, here are some things you can try explains what they are, how they feel, and why some of the suggestions that she offers are helpful. I'm a huge fan of her work. She's been on Therapy Chat twice talking about that book and another book she wrote for clinicians called Wisdom, Attachment, and Love in Trauma Therapy Beyond Evidence-Based Practice. And I'm, I just love her perspective because she's very knowledgeable about trauma and dissociation, and she brings a lot of wisdom and compassion to the work. And I really admire that. So you'll see links to both books in this list and as well as both podcast episodes. On her website, Susan's doing some book discussion groups that are very reasonably priced, I think, relatively speaking. Many of you may be interested in that. So you're definitely going to want to check out her website too. Okay, another resource I love is um, Dr. David Trelevin's book, Trauma sensitive, trauma sensitive Mindfulness. He is a mindfulness teacher who, when he was on retreat, had, uh, and he's a therapist, and he had a very negative experience, as many people have had. Um, Deirdre Fay talks about that, too, in one of our interviews, where trauma just kind of came flooding back during a retreat. And he's now focusing his work very closely on helping people who teach mindfulness to practice mindfulness and teach mindfulness in a trauma-informed way. I really like David's work, and he recently started his own podcast called the Trauma Sensitive Mindfulness Podcast. I'll talk a little bit more about that later on in this episode. And I was very fortunate that he was a previous guest, and you'll see a link to that interview in the notes for this episode. So the next thing I want to talk about is kind of, and one of the reasons why I'm doing this episode today, why I created Trauma Chat and why I made the Trauma Therapist Network website. I know I've, I'm always talking about why, 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 but there are so many people needing support with trauma and not knowing how to find it, not being able to afford to pay for therapy, specialized therapy or not having access to the specialized types of therapies that we trauma therapists offer where they live, whether it's a rural place in the U.S. where there just aren't many therapists with those with that background, or whether it's in another country where there may, or may not be a strong emphasis on trauma therapy, but you may still be aware that you have experienced trauma and want help and healing. So um, that brings me to why I'm including a lot of books and podcasts and things that are free or 
more affordable than necessarily a trauma therapy, more affordable than a therapy session may be, and more accessible. Um, you know, books books cost money, but libraries offer books for free. So, and a lot of the resources that I'm going to talk about, and the authors and people who've created this content have a lot of free content available as well. So the first one is, um, so this part of this list is about self-help resources on topics related to trauma and attachment. And that's, you know, like I said, books, podcasts, etc., blogs, internet resources. First one I wanted to talk about is Sarah Payton's work. If you've listened to Therapy Chat for very long, you've heard one of my interviews with Sarah Payton. She's been on twice, three times actually. And she has two books. Sarah specializes, she's a neuroscience educator and author, and she wrote Your Resonant Self and her more recent book, Your Resonant Self Workbook. And she talks about how the way we talk to ourselves impacts our neuroscience and how we can find more resonant ways to speak to ourselves and create positive effects emotionally. So links to both of her books and all three of her podcast episodes, as well as her website, which has some guided meditations and other um, information that you can download. Another person who I've had on multiple times and in a similar way, I really appreciate her work, uh, Deirdre Fay, MSW, who I mentioned a minute ago. I've got Deirdre's website there where there's free content as well as there's a course, uh, Becoming Safely Embodied. There's the book, Becoming Safely Embodied, Releasing Triggers, Digital Workbook, and her therapy chat interviews are also linked. Deirdre worked in Boston for years at the trauma center um, with Bessel van der Kolk and Janina Fisher and so many other talented people who who were in that program. And now she offers her, her work around the world. And Deirdre is, like I mentioned, she's someone who has a strong background in yoga and meditation before or alongside becoming a therapist. And she talked in her first therapy chat interview about how she was living in an ashram and had a negative experience during meditation practice. And that was when she realized how impactful trauma can be. And she has used yoga and movement and embodiment practices with her clients and found that their healing processes were improved through that. So the next resource is about childhood emotional neglect. So Deirdre is about safe embodiment. So we're always talking about bringing the body into trauma therapy, but there are ways to do it that can be safe and there are ways to do it that can be unsafe. So what she's teaching about is how to recognize what's happening. And as her as her books and many of her resources are entitled Becoming Safely Embodied, it's about getting back into your body, but finding a sense of safety there. For trauma survivors, especially people who've experienced abuse, that can often be extremely challenging. So the next resource I wanted to mention is another guest who's been on Therapy Chat multiple times, who is who coined the term childhood emotional neglect that's become like a, a household name on the, in the therapy world. Dr. Janice Webb coined the term childhood emotional neglect, and it's a very specific 
type of neglect. Maybe physically everything was fine, but it's the things that didn't happen that have impacted us. And it's really hard to put that into words. So Dr. Janice Webb, on her website, she has tons of articles and resources on childhood emotional neglect. She has two books, Running on Empty, Overcome Your Childhood Emotional Neglect. And then her other book, her second book is called Running on Empty No More, which is about how childhood emotional neglect impacts our relationships with self, our parents, and our children. And she has a course, Running on Empty course. And... On her website, she also, um, I'll reference this again, but she also has um, a listing of therapists who specialize in helping with childhood emotional neglect. That's something that people are often looking for. So on this list, you'll find links to the books, the course, and her directory, as well as her website and both of her therapy chat interviews. And Sharon Martin, who I'll be interviewing again in a couple days about her newest book, She has been a frequent guest on Therapy Chat. She has a blog on her website as well as a blog for professionals on the Psych Central website. Uh, She has an ebook called Navigating the Codependency Maze, and she has two workbooks. The newest one just came out this week. Her first workbook is called the CBT Workbook for Perfectionism which um, personally, I'm not a huge CBT person, but I love this workbook. It's it's CBT and beyond. It includes a lot of self-compassion and she really knows her stuff about perfectionism and codependency. And her new book is the Better Boundaries Workbook. So I just got my copy. I haven't even had a chance to go through it yet, but I know it's going to be great because Sharon, she knows her stuff and she knows how to kind of take these concepts and make them applicable to, you know, change. So I have links to her books, her including her ebook and her blogs and her website and her therapy chat interviews, except for the latest one that will be coming out in the next couple months. And also another person whose work I love on codependency. And when I say codependency, I'm talking about those relational dynamics that cause us to oftentimes put our own needs last and put other people's needs first, um, even if they're not asking us to. And trying to anticipate people's needs, people pleasing. Perfectionism does kind of fall into that, though it has its own, you know, ways. Um, And Michelle Ferris, LMFT, who was on Therapy Chat earlier this year, I loved our interview about codependency. I thought it was really understandable and clear and non-pathologizing. Michelle has a blog, and I also linked to her website and her recent therapy chat interview. So these are these are things that I'm recommending to people all the time, because these are the things that a lot of my clients have trouble with. A book about codependency is not a book about healing trauma, but it's a book about working with some of the lingering effects of childhood trauma for many people. So, you know, that's sort of the way I'm conceptualizing this. Another resource that I'm frequently, frequently recommending to people is self-compassion. Dr. Kristen Neff is the researcher who has really put self-compassion on the map in terms of its research base. She's been doing that work for a long time, and 
her book, Self-Compassion, The Proven Power of Being Kind to Yourself is kind of an instant classic. And she, together with Dr. Christopher Germer, have the Mindful Self-Compassion um, courses and training program for therapists, courses for anyone. Most recently, Kristen Neff wrote a new book called Fierce Self-Compassion, How Women Can Harness Kindness to Speak Up, Claim Their Power, and Thrive. The first book, Self-Compassion, she talks about that is about gentle self-compassion, like being kind to yourself, non-judgmental, easing up on the self-criticism, and really nurturing and treating yourself like you would a a beloved friend. But fierce self-compassion is more about setting boundaries, finding your voice, and and empowerment. So that's she says that's the other side of self-compassion. And we talked about this on Therapy Chat recently. So that interview about fierce self-compassion is linked, but her books and several audio courses about self-compassion are on the self-compassion website, which is linked in this list. And there are also many, and there's some new ones added recently because I've looked at this website so many times and there used to be about maybe five to eight guided meditations. Now, when I looked at it, I probably saw at least 15 or 20. Um, I didn't count them, but there were many more added. And those free guided meditations for self-compassion and loving kindness are very valuable resources. And there are also like worksheets to kind of like journal prompts for working with self-compassion We are not a very self-compassionate society. We're a very like, get over it, pull yourself up by your bootstraps culture in the U.S. And Kristen Neff's work shows that that's actually detrimental to our well-being and does not make us more successful. It's actually likely to hurt our level of productivity and and self-compassion can actually improve productivity. Of course, life is not all about productivity. Well-being is much more important, but um, and we can't be happy all the time, but we don't have to be beating ourselves up all the time either like we typically do, especially trauma survivors. You know, oftentimes you develop a sense of who you are that is based in how your needs weren't met and the ways you were hurt. And so that sense of who you are is I'm bad, I'm unlovable. I'm not how I should be. I'm not good enough. And that is really an indication of attachment injuries and or potentially, you know, for people who've been abused, that's very common. I don't mean that if you think that about yourself and you don't have any memory of having been abused, that that is proof that you were abused. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying if you don't love yourself, it's not because you're unlovable. There's another reason that probably relates to your early experiences. And so working with self-compassion can be very powerful. For me, it's very much been a life-changing thing. And I'll say I did the Mindful Self-Compassion Intensive on 2018, I think. It might have been 19, but um, it was a five-day intensive. So we were practicing self-compassion practices throughout every day, And in a retreat setting, this beautiful setting, I was with people I really cared about and trusted. And I was surprised that some trauma got activated for me. And I, I was able to, um, like bounce back because I understood what was happening. 
but I wasn't really able to stay in the self-compassion practices because every time I started to think and tell myself kind words, I was, I was like filled with shame. So it was, it was tapping into what, you know, the, the blowback, what they call, I believe they call it blowback, uh, backdraft actually is what they call it in mindful self-compassion where you, you know, backdraft is the idea that, uh, firefighters are going into um, a place where they're trying to eliminate the fire and something happens that actually makes it flare up and get bigger and it's very unsafe. So that's a very apt description of how I felt in that experience. And that's not to say that um, mindful self-compassion isn't a wonderful practice, but I guess going along with what I said earlier about trauma-sensitive mindfulness, it's very important to know that the same meditation and mindfulness practices that help us get more in tune with what's really going on inside of ourselves can also show us or illuminate for us wounds and hurt places that we didn't know were there because we were blocked from seeing them because we were more detached and not mindfully present. So that all makes sense. But, you know, in a very simplistic way is typical in our, again, in our very quick fix type culture that we have here in the U.S. Um, people are like, you know, I'm going to heal by doing yoga or I'm going to heal by doing mindfulness, meditating and those are all beautiful practices. And the more we're in tune with what we really are feeling, the more likely some pain is going to be there. You know, I mean, that's why we're feeling like we want to heal is because there's some pain that we want to not feel. And it's kind of counterintuitive to use mindfulness to not feel pain because it brings you closer to what you're really feeling instead of further away from it. So I guess that's my very simplistic non-mindfulness teacher perspective on on what goes on there. So I love mindful self-compassion practices. I've recently just gotten back to it. Um, and I think the reason why I shared my experience about what happened at the retreat, which again, no one else would have really known that I was feeling that. I I started sort of having some flashbacks and then I was able to kind of get myself more regulated by moving away from the mindfulness practices, but still able to stay present. And and then I reached out for support and I made a special appointment with my therapist, you know, in addition to the session that I already had scheduled that week, that was very helpful. And, you know, so I was okay. I don't want you to think that like something catastrophic happened, but I also want you to know that I know about trauma. So I recognized what was happening right away. And if someone doesn't have an awareness of their own trauma history and goes to do self-compassion guided meditation downloads that they find on the website, if you have a negative reaction, if you find something comes up that's overwhelming to you, it's okay to stop and say, all right, I need the most compassionate thing for me to do right now is pause and take care of what's coming up rather than forcing yourself to just stay with it. And I think that's one of the main points about trauma-sensitive mindfulness is that typically in, in meditation practice, as you're 
as discomfort arises, you might just stay with it and see what happens. But when a trauma reaction happens, that might not be the best thing to do. It depends on how kind of where you are in your healing journey. So um, I've had many clients that I've suggested they check out um, a guided meditation for self-compassion. And when they listen to it, they found they hated it because they found that it brought up um, you know, self-critical thoughts and self-blame and, or they may have had a flashback or some kind of, you know, trauma memory just intrusively barging in. And so that's, that can happen. And if it does, reach out to your supports, hotlines, uh, whatever you use when you're in distress, um, your therapist, your friends, someone who you trust and take care of what you need and don't force yourself to just you know, I heard on therapy chat that it would help. So I'm just going to push myself to do it anyway, even though it doesn't feel good right now. Trust yourself. All right. The next resource I want to mention is one I really love as well. Um, Zabi Yamasaki is a yoga teacher and activist advocate who created Transcending Sexual Trauma with Yoga. So she has a website. She has social media pages. And there's a Yoga for Survivors audio course for people who've experienced sexual trauma. And it's really, it's about empowerment and coming home to your body in a way that's safe, that feels right to you. It's the first thing like that, that I became aware of. And um, I think that it's very affordable, relatively speaking. I think it's around $99 for the course. Um, for what you get, I think it's, it's well worth it if you can afford to pay that. Um, and she has, she, she offers a lot of different types of trainings and she has an upcoming book in January, 2022. Maybe she'll want to come on therapy chat and talk about it, which I would just love her book from what I learned on her website is going to be, I know sometimes names change, but it's supposed to come out in January, 2022. And it's called trauma informed yoga for survivors of sexual assault practices for healing and teaching with compassion. And all of these resources are on her website, which I'm linking in this list. Sexual trauma is such a common problem, even more than trauma across, I don't know about even more, but to me, um, maybe because I specialize in helping with sexual violence, even when people don't necessarily identify that as part of their history, once we're working together, they often end up disclosing that later in the process, even, you know, I don't go through, have you ever had this happen to you, this happen to you, that happen to you, that happen to you. But I do take a history of what the person thinks are the important events in their life that have been impactful and how their relationships are. And, you know, people don't always mention sexual trauma in their very first session because there's so much shame and stigma around that. And also, oftentimes they think that it's just something where they did, they were to blame in some way. So they don't see it as a violence that was perpetrated on themselves by someone else. Um, even though that's the impact and that's the way their body is reacting and their, uh, their symptoms show up. So finding good resources for helping with sexual trauma outside of therapy are, is really, really, really valuable to me because um, it's so common, even though it's supposedly one in four women and one in six men, who've experienced sexual violence during, you know, whether in childhood or adulthood, uh, I see it's, that's, that's 
thought to be an underestimation because it's something that people don't necessarily identify or come forward about for so many very valid reasons. So I recently interviewed Erica Shershun, MFT, who is in San Francisco area of California in the US. And she has a book that came out in July 2021 called Healing Sexual Trauma Workbook, Somatic Skills to Help You Feel Safe in Your Body, Create Boundaries and Live with Resilience. Uh, it's a great book. It's it's different. It's To me, it's new stuff. Putting together sexual trauma awareness and understanding with somatic practices specifically for that, like what Zabi Yamasaki does. Those, I think this is a fabulous, fabulous resource. Um, so I have a link to the book, but then on her website, if you sign up for her email list, she has a free ebook called The Many Ways to Ground, and it has somatically oriented activities to do to help with grounding. I think any therapist who works with people who have trauma and uses a somatic lens, you would want to get that. Um, even if it's not, I'm recommending it to people even who don't have a sexual trauma history, but they just have a childhood, they haven't just, they have a childhood trauma history that's deeply impactful, even though they may not have ever experienced any sexual trauma. Because the grounding techniques that she offers are so good, interesting, different, cool, unique. <laughs> I love when someone synthesizes information and distills it into something that's very specific, like what Erica has done. And when her therapy chat interview goes live, I'll link that to this list. Right now it's not out yet, so it won't be on the list yet, but this list will be updated. And like I said, uh, her website is linked as well. Another beloved therapy chat guest who I've, I've included on this list is Allison Deneen, who was recently on. Um, she's an MFT in Massachusetts and has a very popular Instagram page called Notes from Your Therapist. Um, I love it because they're like these, it's photos of these little scraps of paper that have very poignant words written on them about kind of the way we think about life when we grew up in with dysfunctional family dynamics um, relating to like caregiving and those codependent uh, dynamics that I mentioned earlier. Um, so not everyone's on Instagram and many of my clients are really kind of trying to get away from spending a lot of time on social media. So it's kind of tricky recommending, Hey, go check out this Instagram page. I think you'll find it really inspirational or relatable. Um, which is why I love that she has a book now that's also called notes from your therapist. And it has, you know, many of the, the same pages from her social media, are in the book. Of course, you know, the, the book is time limited and social media is continually updated. But um, I love just, <laughs> I have the book sitting right here on my desk. I love just opening it up and just reading one of the pages. And it always speaks to me. It's like, oh, yeah. And, and it's not really about what to do differently, how to change these feelings. It's just more about kind of putting into words the experience that's common for so many people. Um, I'll do a quote. I'll read one of the quotes 
Um, and they're broken up by the topic too, which is really cool. But I just opened it up randomly and at one page it says, it was seriously a new concept for me to learn that I could just listen to what someone is upset about and not be working on my defense instead. So for people who had very critical parents or verbally abusive or physically abusive, not, I don't know what Allison's story is, but if you had that background, when someone is telling you they're upset, it feels like it's your problem. And you need to either tell them why they shouldn't be upset or fix it. Um, So I just love the way she puts into words these sort of like almost for many of us are unconscious thoughts and beliefs about the way we're supposed to operate. And she's kind of by expressing them on the paper to me, it's like normalizing that A lot of people have these kinds of thoughts. We don't even necessarily know that we're operating based on these thoughts. And once you see them written, you go, oh my gosh, I feel that way too. So that's very resonant for me. And that's why I love that book and her work. And um, her therapy chat interview is on this list as well. And, And a link to get the book. I didn't put a link to Instagram because you can look up notes for your therapist on Instagram And it's not that I'm opposed to social media, but, you know, I'm not necessarily linking to social media on this list because, you know, it can be a rabbit hole. Hey, everybody. I wanted to take a quick minute to tell you about my experience with Sunset Lake CBD. I first tried CBD when my integrative doctor recommended it for chronic neck pain and tension that tends to wake me up at night. I really like Sunset Lake CBD's products. The full-spectrum CBD tincture is mild-tasting compared to others I've tried, and I find it works quickly. It doesn't feel sedating, but it does have a pleasant calming effect. And I also like the CBD gummies. They taste good and they work well. So if you're looking for a craft CBD product that comes directly from a farm outside Burlington, Vermont that's a producer for Ben & Jerry's ice cream, you're going to want to check out Sunset Lake CBD. And remember, Therapy Chat listeners get 20% off using the promo code CHAT. So go to sunsetlakecbd.com and use the promo code CHAT. The next resources that I'm going to mention, actually the resource is the person, Dr. Ariel Schwartz. She is a specialist in complex trauma and dissociation. She was recently a guest on Therapy Chat, and she has written many books and offers many resources. Um, So if you go to her website, which will be linked, you'll find links to her therapy resources, her blog, her books, her trainings, consultation. And two of her books I'm mentioning here are the Complex PTSD Workbook, A Mind-Body Approach to Regaining Emotional Control and Becoming Whole, and the Post-Traumatic Growth Guidebook, Practical Mind-Body Tools to Heal Trauma, Foster Resilience, and Awaken Your Potential. I have links to both of those books, as well as a link to her website where you can find more. And then She's also a part of the Embody Lab. She's one of the core teachers, and I believe she's one of the founders of this new organization that includes um, teachers, Peter Levine, Dr. Peter Levine, Dr. Stephen Porges, Nikem Nadofo. I don't know if I pronounced that right, Rev. Angel Kyoto Williams, um, Dr. Judith Blackstone, Dr. Scott Lyons, and it's all, I mean, there's more, Bernadette Pleasant, Um, Dr. Richard Miller, Shiva Rhea. I'm not 
familiar with all of the teachers, but I see that their uh, emphasis is on neuroscience-informed somatic work. You know, for example, they have certificates in um, embodied social justice, somatic trauma therapy, applied polyvagal therapy, or applied polyvagal theory, somatic parts work. Um, So very... Very cool offerings, in my opinion. And they're some of them, you know, they're live cohort based. So, um, you know, they, they should qualify for continuing education credits. So she was recently on Therapy Chat, as I mentioned. I loved talking to her. I love hearing a compassionate perspective on trauma work. It's still, to me, too rare. So um, every time I find out about someone who's doing that work and she's been doing it far longer than I have, but you know, I just didn't know much about her before. So I'm very grateful that she was, that she came on to therapy chat and I linked to that in the show notes. Speaking of people who have been working for a long time with a compassionate approach to trauma work, Lisa Ference. Um, and I talk a little bit more about Lisa later in this episode, but She has two very valuable books um, for self-help. She actually has more than two books, and they're all very valuable. But for self-help, she has Letting Go of of Self-Destructive Behaviors, a workbook of hope and healing for um, healing trauma and the, you know, the ways that we adapt to trauma, those protective mechanisms that we use that often end up causing problems in our relationships, relationship with self and relationship with others. Um, Another self-help resource that Lisa has created is a book called Finding Your Ruby Slippers, Transformative Life Lessons from the Therapist's Couch. Each uh, chapter gives you little descriptions of why these prompts are of value. And then there are a few prompts to get you thinking and writing and journaling about, you know, the ways that whatever the topic is of each chapter um, is showing up for you. And I've interviewed Lisa twice. I just replayed our two interviews as one in, in episode 299 last week. She's much more than an author, but I'll talk about that. Um, when I move on to a different section of this, this episode, another wonderful teacher and therapist and author who's been doing trauma work for a very long time. And I mentioned her earlier, Dr. Janina Fisher. She, I mentioned her as someone who Deirdre Faye used to work with at the trauma center in Boston. And she has, mm, man, she's done so much, but I'll talk about that more. Right now, I'm just going to focus on that she has a new book called Transforming the Living Legacy of Trauma, a workbook for survivors and therapists. So um, her book is kind of a similar idea to Lisa Ference's workbook that I just mentioned um, about how trauma shows up in our lives now and what you can do with that to um, be able to really thrive and, and live in a more free way. Again, she does a lot more than this book, and much of her work is for for therapists working with trauma survivors, which is so valuable, and I've benefited so much from learning from her, but I'll talk about that in the section on trainings for therapists, because again, that's another thing that people are constantly asking me about. 
is what are some good trainings to be a trauma therapist. Um, so you can find information about training with her on her website, which is linked. The book's linked on this list as well, but um, I'll, I'll come back to Lisa, uh, Janina Fisher later on in this episode. All right. Another self-help resource is the Internal Family Systems Online Circle for Learning About and Practicing IFS. It's open to all and it's um, a live and recorded online um, program that is not free, but it's a way to access internal family systems work without working with a therapist. Not that it's recommended to not work with a therapist, but if you don't have access to that, that this could be a way to learn more about what IFS is and, and parts work, how it can be beneficial in your own life. Um, IFS, which I'll talk about a little bit later in more detail, is a, a method, a therapy method created by Dr. Richard Schwartz. And he was on Therapy Chat a couple years ago as well. Um, there'll be a link to that in this episode. But right now, I'm just talking about the self-help resources, so I'm not going to go into that too much. Um, a book about IFS that's often recommended for self-work in IFS is called Self-Therapy, A Step-by-Step Guide to Creating Wholeness and, cre- and Healing Your Inner Child Using IFS, A New Cutting Edge psychotherapy by Dr. Jay Early. Um, I've heard, I have that book. I've read parts of it, not all of it. And I've recommended it to a lot of people and I've heard from a lot of people how, how it's been helpful to them. So if you, you know, even if you're working with an IFS therapist, but you want some like grounding in understanding how it works and what, what you're doing, um, that book could be helpful. So I have a link to that on to get that book on Amazon. And another book on IFS is by Dr. Richard Schwartz. He has multiple books, but the one that I've heard good things about, I haven't read it myself, actually just recently bought it. But because I've heard good things about it, I would recommend it to people who are curious and I'm a fan of his work overall. This book is called No Bad Parts, Healing Trauma and Restoring Wholeness with the Internal Family Systems Model. And that's a new book. Um, No Bad Parts. That concept is something that I learned really from Lisa Ferentz when I did her training that I'll talk about later. Back in uh, 2015, I did her trauma certificate level two training. And when we were learning ways, therapy techniques to use that included parts work, not IFS specifically, but parts work. Um, And we were trying to um, select, we were doing the activity because Lisa's training is very experiential, which is one of the amazing things about it. Um, You know, as therapists, we, what we're learning that we're going to use with clients, we need to have experienced it ourselves too. So we know what it feels like. And when we did some of the parts work activities, I remember, you know, there was a situation where we were invited to choose shapes and colors that represented the parts of ourselves from basically a package of like stickers that were colors, colorful shapes. And they were flowers and stars and circles and some were glittery and some had bright colors, but none were 
anything but festive. And I was like, where are the ugly pieces? <laughs> and uh, she was like, there, there aren't any. <laughs> and, you know, that's why this name, No Bad Parts resonated with me, because, you know, the idea of IFS and parts work with that compassionate um, basis that IFS is based in, is that all of the parts of you are there to be loved and for a reason. And there's no parts that should be shunned or pushed away. So even the parts we don't like are there for a reason to help us in some way. And if we embrace them and bring them closer rather than trying to push them away, they'll stop causing problems in our lives and help us understand more about ourselves and and heal past hurts. So I love that. And I'm looking forward to reading that book so that I can deepen into that um, belief (laughs) within myself that, you know, even parts that bring discomfort are there for good reason. Um, And I did link to Dr. Schwartz's therapy chat interview under that book list listing and also link to get the book. Okay. So this is not really like a comprehensive list of all the resources that exist on these topics. I could have made it 10 times longer if that were the case. And certainly I'm not going to believe that I know of all of the resources. In fact, here's another opportunity to invite you to let me know of what resources you love for helping with trauma. I would love to feature you talking about what resources you love for trauma, whether you're a therapist or not. What has been helpful for you in working with trauma and helping yourself or others in the trauma healing process? Um, So I'm just going to, I'll come back to that. But um, if you'd like to let me know about those resources, there's a couple ways you can do it. You can go to traumatherapistnetwork.com and use the help icon down at the bottom to send an email. Just tell me what the resources are. Give me any links that you would like me to include when talking about them and tell me who you are to the extent that you want to. And I'll share that. Um, If I feel that the resources are fitting, I'll share them on the show. And if you wanted your voice to be heard, which I just absolutely love that you can use the speak pipe link to send me uh, an audio message. I just really love that when people do that. Okay. So you can go to the speak pipe link that is at speakpipe.com slash trauma chat. And I would love to hear your voice because I love to hear them, the recordings that you make and put them into episodes. I, I don't know. It's just really cool to hear from you all. So I'd love for you to do that. That's an ongoing invitation. If you have resources that you would like me to include on this list or on Trauma Therapist Network for healing trauma. I can't possibly know about them all. It's a community created resource. So please tell me. Okay, so back to my list here. Now, when I said this is not a comprehensive list, um, it's not. But these are some other resources that I recommend highly and frequently to my clients. These resources are for partners and families of trauma survivors. Um, one book that I love recommending to parents, but it's probably applicable to adults in relationships too, is a book called Beyond Behaviors, Using Brain Science and Compassion to Understand and Solve Children's Behavioral Challenges by Dr. Mona Delahook. And in that book, she includes information about trauma responses and sensory reactions and 
how they look in behavior and what's really going on under the surface with the neuroscience and the somatic responses. So it's a great book. In fact, I just saw on Instagram, I think it was today or last night, I just saw that Dr. Mona Delahook is coming out with a flip chart, which is so great. I love flip charts for us therapists. You know, a visual resource, a visual guide can be so helpful for many people. And which is one of the reasons why I love her book, Beyond Behaviors, because it's, um, it has a lot of images and graphics that are really understandable and just kind of bring the point home in a very clear way. And, and I assume that's what will be in her flip chart. I love that she's doing that. And she was not too long ago on therapy chat. I love talking with her. Um, so you'll see a link to her book and the first book beyond behaviors and the link to her therapy chat interview as well on this list. Another person who, whose work I just really enjoy and appreciate is Heather Tuba. And I talk about Heather a lot. Um, she's been a guest on therapy chat twice because she's the only person I know of who focuses on helping partners and families of trauma survivors. And she has lived experience as her husband has complex PTSD. She, she's very open about the complicated and convoluted journey they, they explored in trying to get him help. And so she's a passionate advocate for making it easier for people who have trauma and other mental health concerns to be able to get help, find out what kind of help they need and, and get it. Um, so she's an author and an educator about trauma and mental health. And she has a couple of downloadable eBooks on her website. They're, um, you know, they're really robust resources and they're, they're paid resources. So one is called strengthening you, a guide for loved ones of persons with complex trauma. That's her newest offering. And it's very compassion based. Um, she's doing training in mindful self-compassion as well. And it comes through in the way that strengthening you is written. Um, you can get that on her website, which there's a link to it, to download that book, to purchase it on this list. And then, um, actually strengthening you is her first guide and that is available on her website. But, um, her newest resource is called Tender Encouragement for Loved Ones of Trauma Survivors. Even the name, that's where you can tell the self-compassion piece. I mean, her perspective is very compassionate and gentle anyway, but Tender Encouragement, those words just feel good to my heart. So um, that is her newest resource. And there's a link to purchase that here on this list. And then links to both of Heather's therapy chat interviews, as well as um, on her website, she has her blog, she writes a lot of articles about trauma and her journey and the journey she and her husband have been on and mental health and the need for family support. She's contributed to book chapters. And she's working on her own book right now, you know, a full book, rather than the shorter versions of uh, these resources that she has on her websites that are the, the guides that she's created. So Heather is doing awesome things. And you can find them through this resource. All right. Now I'm just going to list off a few of my favorite podcast recommendations. 
There are so many amazing podcasts out there. And as I'm a podcaster, making podcasts every week, I don't necessarily have time to listen to a lot of podcasts. So this is not a long list. And I'd love to know which ones you love and why. Again, you can contact me through SpeakPipe to give me that info. There's a link to that in this resource list that's going to be attached to this episode. And also, um, you can send a message through traumatherapistnetwork.com and go to the help icon at the bottom right to send me a message. Um, So these are podcasts that I like, I listen to. Um, I don't listen to them every week. I just don't really have time to listen to a lot of podcasts. But um, the ones that I recommend the most are, of course, I've got to put in a plug for my own podcast, Trauma Chat by Laura Reagan. Um, Trauma Chat is my my um, for everyone new podcast that one season is out and the next season is coming. I had hoped to release it at the beginning of October, but that's not happening me getting COVID derailed that. So um, I'll have it out as soon as I can and I'll update when I know when it's going to release, maybe in November, but we'll see. Um, but season one is there with 12 episodes and I just talked about what trauma is, how it shows up in our lives, how to identify if you might have trauma and then it's going to be going into the different types of trauma in more depth and finding a trauma therapist. Um, again, this is kind of a companion to the Trauma Therapist Network website because people don't necessarily identify as having trauma. So I wanted to help people have a resource to educate them just in a very down to earth way with brief 10 to 20 minute episodes. That's what Trauma Chat's all about. It's just me talking. There's no interviews. Um, so that's Trauma Chat. And then Women in Depth by my friend, Dr. Lourdes Viado. Uh, she's a she's a depth psychologist practicing in Las Vegas, Nevada in the U.S. And she is very strongly influenced by Carl Jung's work. And she she brings that background into her discussions that are focused on women at midlife in general. Uh, I think a lot of the themes of her show are relevant for anyone to listen to but um, especially women at that stage of life. And that's me, so I can relate to that. Um, And I love her show. So we started our podcast roughly in the same time frame. I can't remember how long she's had hers, but maybe five years. Um, So you can link, there's a link to that. You can get to it from this list. Another podcast that I learned about more recently is Closing the Chapter by Kristen D. Boyce, LMFT. And Kristen was a, uh, not too long ago, she was a guest on Therapy Chat. And I love um, the way she approaches her work and her emphasis on healing trauma. She uses EMDR and brain spotting. And her Closing the Chapter podcast is a lot of it is about the relational dynamics that are common in people who've experienced trauma. So I don't know if it's a specific focus on codependent relational dynamics, but that that definitely is, is part of what is talked about there. So um, you can listen to Kristen and her interview on Therapy Chat. Um, to learn more about her work and or you can just listen to her podcast closing the chapter um, another podcast I've mentioned this already is trauma sensitive mindfulness by Dr. David Trelevin and that is the one that's about 
practicing mindfulness in a way that is trauma sensitive. It's pretty much just like it sounds. And if you look at his, his website, which you'll find through the link that's on this page, um, you'll see he has a lot of very interesting meditation teachers and speakers who he's interviewed on his show. And the topics are you know, more in depth and very, very interesting. So this is this is part of my list of podcasts that are directed towards quote, everyone. I mean, anyone can listen to any podcast. But you know what the audience focus might be professionals, or it might be general public. And these are toward the general public. Um, So the last podcast I'm listing, I think is very interesting, very powerful. It's called system speak. And it is um, system speak is created by Emma Sunshaw. And that's a pseudonym that is not her real name. But she was a therapist for 20 years, who um, had both of her parents died, and she had a hospitalization following that, where she ended up being identified with dissociative identity disorder, what we call DID. And So system speak refers to a system of identities that she has found as part of herself. And it's just a fascinating first person podcast about DID that, you know, from her lived experience and interviews with experts, one person who she interviewed, and I thought this was so cool, is someone who I mentioned before, Susan Pease Bannett, who wrote uh, her most recent book, Wisdom, Compassion, and Love in Trauma Therapy Beyond Evidence-Based Practice. And she went on System Speak. I heard that interview and it was just so great. Just, she was so cool. And you really got a feeling for how she would be if she was working with a client. She was so respectful and so grounded and kind and empathic and compassionate. And um, as she should be, as anyone should be, but you know, DID is so um, poorly understood by most people in the general public that um, I thought that was kind of refreshing, just how natural she was in that interview and um, how natural Emma was. And Emma posted on her website that this is one of her favorite interviews to do. Um, But she's had many amazing guests who are specialists in the field of trauma and you know, it's, um, I guess it's kind of part of the movement of destigmatizing mental health to say, okay, I have this diagnosis. This is, this is what my life is like. And I've nothing to be to hide because of that. Uh, and, you know, I love it. I just think it's really cool. And I don't know exactly what the specifics are of this. But if you go to the System Speak website, you can learn more about the community that Emma Sunshaw has created as well, which I'm, I believe is a, is like a community for people who have dissociation and DID to connect and, you know, provide peer support. I don't know exactly what it involves because I haven't joined it and I haven't really looked deeply into it, but it seems like a great offering because, you know, I've been talking about the challenge of finding a trauma therapist and finding trauma therapists who specialize in dissociation or DID, as also I mentioned, Dr. Ariel Schwartz does, and Susan Pease Bannett, and there are many others. But um, finding those resources is not easy. So 
I think what Emma is offering with her her uh, her community is a valuable resource that's worth looking into if that's something that you would like to know more about. All right. And so my second set of podcast resources is those that are geared towards therapists and helping professionals. Therapy chat, which you're listening to. I know that all of you are not therapists, which is wonderful. I love that all of you listen and think that it's of potentially it's of particular interest to therapists. So I don't really need to tell you about therapy chat. You're listening to it right now. So you know what it is. <laughs> Another podcast that's specifically about trauma is The Trauma Therapist by Dr. Guy McPherson. The Trauma Therapist podcast is for therapists. And of course, anyone can listen. Um, and Guy also has a new uh, trauma-focused newsletter that he's creating or created. And he's he's doing more trainings and courses and things like that. So you can find all those resources on his website, which is linked here on this list. You can't tell by the name, but another podcast that is very focused on attachment is Therapist Uncensored. And that is by Sue Marriott and Dr. Ann Kelly. They are, they call themselves neuroscience nerds, and they're very interested in attachment. So they really go in depth on understanding attachment, teaching about attachment in their show. They've been about around about approximately the same amount of time as Therapy Chat, I believe. And also, um, so has Trauma Therapist. It may have come out even before Therapy Chat, I'm not sure. But um, all of these have been around for a while. And then Attachment Theory in Action. Attachment Theory in Action is by Karen Buckwald. Karen Doyle Buckwalter, MSW, LCSW. And she focuses, again, on attachment. And her podcast, I have not listened to all of it by any means. It's It's been around for a good long time. And she is focusing on kind of from what I've seen, it's uh, a lot of it is about children's attachment concerns. So whereas Therapist Uncensored is focused in adults with attachment concerns from childhood, um, attachment theory and action is, is more about children's current experience. Although I think, you know, it's both. But um, I didn't realize that the Knowledge Center at Chaddock is um, where her podcast is based. Yeah, I haven't listened lately, but she's got some really cool guests. Um, I've heard Eliana, Dr. Eliana Gill there. Um, so I think this is a really good resource for um, clinicians and professionals who work with children in foster care, children who've who've been adopted, um, children who've been abused, any attachment concerns, like blended families, um, and adults. So it's a really great podcast. Those are my top recommendations. I'd love to know more about the ones that you really like. Um, okay, so now this is not a podcast, but a very important resource for me to mention is Robin Brickell's work. Robin Brickell has been on Therapy Chat twice, and her blog is all about trauma and attachment and how those those wounds from attachment injuries and trauma show up in our lives. And she writes about it in a very down-to-earth way, 
on her blog. So I've got a link to her blog and her first and second therapy chat interviews. Um, I hope that Robin will be doing a podcast of her own or coming out with a book or something at some point. But uh, she's a busy clinician and she runs a group practice. So I know that um, just like all of us, she has a lot on her plate already. But her writing is very beneficial for understanding more about trauma and the process of healing trauma. So let's see. The last two parts of today's episode, which I didn't expect to be so long. No wonder it was so hard for me to put it out in a timely manner as I had wanted to. The last part is more resources for learning about trauma. Irene Lyon, nervous system regulation expert who was on Therapy Chat earlier this year. Um, She has exercises that she shares through her website and you can work with her. She she uses Feldenkrais method, somatic experiencing and other somatic sensory oriented methods for working with nervous system regulation and she's not a therapist. She's she's someone who has extensive training in nervous system regulation and her own lived experiences. And she's doing some very powerful stuff. So I've got a link to her website as well as her um, her episode of Therapy Chat when, when she was interviewed. Okay, now these resources are for therapists who want to learn trauma-focused treatment. And as I mentioned, this is something that people are always emailing me asking about. Um, so these... This is like what I tell every therapist who's interested in learning about trauma. One of my favorite resources is the Ferentz Institute, which is founded by and led by Lisa Ferentz, LCSWC here in Maryland. We're so lucky that Lisa is right here in Maryland. Um, And she's worked with survivors of trauma and people with dissociation and DID for 30 years 30 plus. um, And she has workshops. Of course, now they're available online. So they're available from anywhere. She has workshops. She has a trauma certificate program that focuses on using somatic methods, mindfulness, expressive arts, and um, parts work in trauma therapy. It's a excellent program that I've done level two. I skipped level one. But I could have done level one, and I'm sure I would have learned a ton, even though I have a lot of background in working with trauma. And as I mentioned, she has books, and she was featured in last week's replay episode of of Therapy Chat, episode 299. I replayed both of her interviews. One is about how trauma is held in the body, and she talks about the viscera. She explains how that all works in understandable terms, and then Her second interview was about connecting with your inner wisdom, process emotions, and access self-compassion using journaling um, with talking about her book, Finding Your Ruby Slippers, that I mentioned earlier. So um, I got links to Lisa Ferentz's website. I mean, she has a blog. She's, She's a wonderful, wonderful resource. Some other wonderful training resources right here in the D.C. area are Eliana Gill's Gill Institute for Trauma Recovery and Education, which is a direct services and training organization. They they focus in expressive therapies, CBT, attachment-based therapies, trauma-focused therapies. And yeah, so they do workshops and focusing on development 
and then the Starbright Institute, the Starbright Training Institute. Both of these are in Northern Virginia. Um, Starbright Institute is led by Miriam Golden, who's also um, partner with Eliana Gill at the at the Gill Institute, and they lead trauma focused play therapy training at Starbright Institute as well. So those are both really great resources for learning about working with traumatized children and their families. Another useful resource for learning is a book that I mentioned earlier, Deirdre Fay's book, Attachment-Based Yoga and Meditation for Trauma Recovery, Simple, Safe, and Effective Practices. I've got a link to that book. Uh, Another resource who I mentioned, a person, um, that I highly respect and value her work is Dr. Janina Fisher. She has, she's one of the lead trainers with sensory motor psychotherapy. So some lucky people have actually gotten their sensory motor psychotherapy training with her as the trainer. Um, something I would love to experience, but I don't know if I ever will get to, but she also has a webinar series for therapists. that's very affordable monthly webinars. Um, I've done that training as well. And she offers a trauma certificate course through PESI that's actually very affordable. Uh, It's, you know, a few days and talks about, you know, her her way of practicing and why. And then she has um, books. As I mentioned before, she has the workbook called Transforming the Living Legacy of Trauma. And then she has a book that's for clinicians or or general public called Healing the Fragmented Selves of Trauma Survivors. That's really great for understanding dissociation and um, working with clients who have dissociation and how to help them. And she has a flip chart, as I mentioned before, I love flip charts, called Psychoeducational Aids for Psychological Trauma. That's available on her website. That's for therapists. That's a resource that I use in my practice all the time. And um, she has other offerings on her website, which is links to all of those are here on this list. And I mentioned internal family systems before some of Dick Schwartz's book. Well, one of his books, as well as the book by Dr. J. Early, but um, and the inner circle, all of that is for access to anyone. But internal family systems training is for therapists and others. And it's um, very popular and oftentimes can be difficult to get into the trainings. You sign up on a waiting list and, you know, eventually you get your chance to join. But I've got a link to that um, training information on this list. One that is, I would say, not as hard to get into. Of course, it's a different focus, but sensory motor psychotherapy Institute is one of my faves. They've been a a sponsor in the past here on the podcast. And I've done through level two, it's definitely one of the best things I've done for myself and my practice as a therapist. It helped me get to know my own trauma and development history in a deeper way through the body and um, healing as well. So Pat Ogden, Dr. Pat Ogden, who was recently on Therapy Chat for the second time, is the founder of Sensory Motor Psychotherapy Institute and The Method. And she has books, Trauma in the Body and Sensory Motor Psychotherapy, 
as well as her, her new book, Sensory Motor Psychotherapy in Context, which we talked about on the recent interview. And um, those are all excellent resources for clinicians. And the training, I, I highly recommend it. It's a, it's a time and financial commitment. It's very much worth it, I think, if you can, if you can make it happen because it's very in- extensive. Um, the level two training was a full 30 days over a year, um, you know, 10 three-day weekends and in between contact and videos and reading. It was, it was a wonderful, intense experience. So highly recommend Sensory Motor Psychotherapy Institute. And they have webinars. They have shorter trainings. They have uh, more things that they're doing to um, spread the message about their work in addition to just their longer trainings. So you can get a good uh, sense of what they have to offer through their website, which is on our list. All right. I mentioned Susan Pease Bannett is an amazing resource and she's a great person to learn from about trauma. So I've got a link to her therapy chat interview and well, two of them and her, her books. And I mentioned Dr. David Trelevin's podcast, which is linked and his therapy chat interview. And he has online training in trauma sensitive mindfulness available on his website, which I linked to also linked to podcasts about trauma sensitive yoga from the trauma sense, the trauma center, trauma sensitive yoga website resource page. Um, there's a link to that. And lastly, because therapy, uh, trauma therapist network is a, um, platform that is to inform and help people find trauma therapy, inform people about trauma and help people find a trauma therapist. And we have a therapist finder, but not every trauma therapist in the world is listed there. Not yet. I hope they all will join. But for now, um, there are some other places where you can find a therapist who has training in trauma. And so, you know, one of the things that I hope to do is like, again, synthesize so that people can find this information all in one place. But we're not there yet. The thing just came out a couple of months ago and, you know, it's it's building out. It'll get there. But in the meantime, here are some other resources and you'll find these links on the on this resource page that I'm including with this episode, um, other places to find a trauma therapist. So there's the Trauma Therapist Network and then there's um, Dr. Janice Webb's Childhood and Emotional Neglect website, which I already mentioned has a um, therapist, therapist specializing in childhood emotional neglect listing. Sensory Motor Psychotherapy has on their page um, on their sensory, sensory motor psychotherapy Institute website, they have a list of therapists who have completed their training. Um, internal family systems IFS also has a list of people who have completed their training on their website. Brain spotting has a list of people who have completed their training on their website. All these are linked. So I'm not going to say the website. I'm not just going to be spouting off a bunch of website names and sound like alphabet soup, but you can link, you can uh, find them through clicking on the links in this document. And then Emdria, which is the organization um, that oversees EMDR training. Um, Not the, I believe it's not the only organization that offers it, but they, they kind of talk about the best practices and stuff. And they have a, um, listing on their website of the people who have completed EMDRIA approved EMDR trainings. 
So that's another resource. If you know of others, please let me know because it's not about getting people to go to Trauma Therapist Network. It's about getting people to find a trauma therapist. So I want to help that happen. Okay, this is probably one of the longest episodes of Therapy Chat that wasn't a multiple conversation um, episode that I've ever done. And I hope you have found it helpful. It was quite an undertaking for me to put this all together. But at the same time, when you think about how often people are contacting me asking for this information, the hours that I put in curating this all together and recording this for you, pale in comparison to all the time responding to emails. So hopefully I'll be able to just start sending this list out to people when they contact me and ask for those resources, or they'll just go to traumatherapistnetwork.com and find this list there as well. So please, I, I implore you, will you please get in touch with me and let me know what resources should I add to this list? Which ones do you love and why? Whether you're someone who has no background in professional training of, of mental health, but you've experienced something that you found super beneficial and you want to let people know about it. Um, I would love to check out whatever resources you found beneficial and see if they align with what I would want to recommend to someone. So you can get in touch with me using the speakpipe.com slash trauma chat link that is in this uh, resource. And, or you can just go to traumatherapistnetwork.com, go down to the bottom right of the page, any page on the site, and you'll see a little icon that says help. Just click on that and you can send a message letting me know what resources you think should be shared. Thank you so much for listening to Therapy Chat as always. And I will be bringing you more new interviews soon. So Thank you for your support and keep on keeping on. Take care. Bye. Thank you to Sunset Lake CBD for sponsoring this week's episode. Use promo code chat for 20% off your entire order at sunsetlakecbd.com. Sunset Lake CBD is a farmer owned small business that shifts craft CBD products directly from their farm outside of Burlington, Vermont to your door. Sunset Lake CBD has something for everyone. They offer tinctures, edibles, salves, and coffee designed to help with sleep, stress, and sore muscles. Sunset Lake CBD customers support regenerative agriculture that preserves the health of the land and creates meaningful employment in the community. Farm workers are paid a living wage and employees own the majority of the company. Remember, use promo code CHAT to get 20% off your entire order at sunsetlakecbd.com. And for more information and resources on trauma and healing from trauma, go to www.traumatherapistnetwork.com. Trauma Therapist Network is a community for therapists and a place for anyone to go to learn more about trauma and find resources and connect with help www.traumatherapistnetwork.com. Thank you for listening to Therapy Chat with your host, Laura Reagan, LCSWC. For more information, please visit therapychatpodcast.com. Try Therapy Notes, the number one rated electronic health record system available today. 
With live telephone support seven days a week, it's clear why Therapy Notes is rated 4.9 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot and has a 5-star rating on Google. Therapy Notes makes billing, scheduling, note-taking, and telehealth incredibly easy. And now for all you prescribers out there, Therapy Notes is proudly introducing ePrescribe. Try it today with no strings attached and see why everyone is switching to Therapy Notes, now featuring ePrescribe. You can get two months free by using promo code CHAT at therapynotes.com. Trauma Therapist Network is a website to learn about trauma and how it shows up in our lives and to find a trauma therapist. Go to traumatherapistnetwork.com to find a trauma therapist near you today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.